You're listening to Once Podcast, episode 67, Queen of Hearts Initial Reactions. Welcome back to Once Podcast, the unofficial podcast for ABC's TV show, Once Upon a Time. I'm Daniel J. Lewis. I'm Jeremy Laughlin. And I'm Jenny. We have seen this amazing episode. Oh, my head's about to explode because this was an awesome. That was my head exploding. <laughs> oh, maybe, probably many of our listeners, too. Maybe Regina can come and absorb some of that energy from you. <laughs> wow. What an episode. Queen of Hearts, the winter finale so don't worry there are episodes coming back and january 6th is the next date and we've got episode titles for those but we're not going to share them because those are spoilers tune in wednesday for our full show or download episode 68 later when we release it if you want to hear those spoilers for that those upcoming episodes (laughs) and for those listening live that means the next episode will begin in 34 days 22 hours 34 minutes and 54 (laughs) seconds oh that's too long yeah a little bit But what an amazing episode. Now, these are just our initial reactions. So we're going to be a bit all over the place. We're not going to have all of your feedback yet. We're not going to have very well thought out theories or screenshots or anything like that. We just now finished watching the episode. So we are recording things as they come to our minds. We'll be a bit disjointed, but we'll be a bit shorter. Please check out our website over at oncepodcast.com where you can subscribe to the show if you're not already and get our past and upcoming episodes so queen of hearts number one thing i think well there were two major (laughs) things from this major number one we were right about the queen of hearts (laughs) we were so right that when they revealed where it was hook was going to get regina's mother i forgot that we were still asking the question (laughs) you sort of fist pumped and i was like oh that's right we didn't know for sure that he was going to wonderland i just assumed (laughs) yeah so she's definitely queen of hearts and i love the reveal like there was the whole whispering thing and then she just pulls off the mask and all of that that was cool Mm -hmm. Uh, makes me wonder why the mask in the first place but i think it was for our benefit in many mm-hmm. ways. And just the the way the story of Alice in Wonderland goes, the mask was a, a thing for the Queen of Hearts and the people around her. So that, that fit with the original story. Masks but, seem to be things for a lot of people there, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really weird masks. There's, it was a trend. Yeah. Trend in Wonderland. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All the cool people did it. <laughs> I'm going to do it. <laughs> so... <laughs> There were oh, there are so many things to talk about with this episode. And listeners, we want your feedback for our full discussion this Wednesday. Please email once pod, email feedback at oncepodcast.com or call 903-231-2221. Or you can also record a voice message from oncepodcast.com. So did we did you guys have any doubt before this about Cora being the Queen of Hearts? Not really. Uh somewhat, but not really. I knew the title of this episode for yeah. a while. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, and I even hinted to this in last week's, in our most recent podcast, episode 66. I said, they've been toying with our minds with these titles. And I hinted to this episode. So I was wondering if they would call this one Queen of Hearts, lead all of us to think that Cora was Queen of Hearts, and then completely flip it on us and she not end up being Queen of Hearts. 
You know, I'd even thought hmm, yeah. that Cora could be one of the Queen of Hearts subjects. I was like, well, I'll be willing to to accept this if they decide not to make Cora the Queen of Hearts. Hmm. Yeah, it'd be like she's just one of the people behind a mask yeah. out there in the audience. And, yeah. Yeah. That that would have been cool too. What but, I want to know is where she's keeping her own heart. Right? Yeah. What, <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome that she ripped out her own heart. Yeah. Is it strange yeah. that I was contemplating where I would keep my heart if I had the ability? <laughs> well, she has so many. It's like, how can you tell them all apart? They're probably like <laughs> Darn it, which one was mine? Which one was mine? <laughs> oh, wouldn't it be terrible if hers was the one they put in Daniel? <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> that'd be kind of funny Arg. yeah and then well yeah it wouldn't be that's not an actual theory <laughs> Just throwing it out there. <laughs> but um so and then the other major thing about this episode we finally saw first for certain that emma has magic yeah crazy mm-hmm. awesome to see how that happened too <laughs> So funny to that see great. her trying to yank her heart out, and this little sounds like clunk, 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 at, stuck at, on a rib. At first, I wondered, yeah, it, does that mean that Cora's hand is permanently stuck in there? And are they going to end up going to Storybrooke and Cora's going to be stuck ah. to Emma? In a couple of years, we'll be going, remember that awkward phase of season two where Cora had her hand stuck in Emma's chest? That was not a good time. So, Emma really is magical. Yes. We've suspected that for a long time, and Rumpel said that she is the product of true love, and that whatever she did, she did it, not him. Speaking of Rumpel, he was kind of a jerk in this episode. Yeah, I know. he's. I think I noticed in this episode he seemed like he was going back to Rumpel Stiltskin yeah. in personality. But he was nice to Emma. Yeah, but so not not to Regina. Does he just not care about Snow and Emma, or does he actually want them dead? I don't think he cares. Uh, yeah, I think he doesn't care, because the whole curse was so that he could get back to Bay. He's He so wanted to stop Cora, and really, probably, he wanted to stop he Hook, just, too. He just didn't want to tell Regina that. Yeah. Well, does he know that Hook was protected? I think he suspects, because he was asking Smee. Yeah, he knows Hook is somewhere out there, and now that the curse is lifted, he probably has a reason to think that maybe Hook can now get back somehow. Yeah. We also saw for sure how people were protected from the curse and how far it went. Yeah, that was awesome. I got chills when I saw her throw the cane down. That was great to have that question answered. She even referred to it again as a corner of the land, Mm -hmm. just as we heard in the episode Broken, the uh, premiere. And uh, let's see, the the other things that stood out. Um, Was that Cinderella's fairy godmother's wand? Yes. Yeah. yeah. The, that, what did she do that, that Rumpelstiltskin said that nobody mourned her? Like, she does he personally know this fairy? Uh, well, it was the fairy that was, uh, I forget the word he used, but it often helped King George's family. Oh, but what does he have with King George? I don't know quite the relationship with the he's fairy the and friend, King George, but... He seems like he's the friend of... King George is the friend of Regina, right? Right. So, mm-hmm. the friend of my enemy is still my friend. The, the <laughs> enemy of my enemy is my friend. <laughs> oh, wait. The, the, the friend of my <laughs> no, enemy that, is my enemy. There but, we go. But, but knowing that, that he knows too. that we know that, that he knows. <laughs> exactly. Yes. 
So it was awesome to see him use it. And now we know this. We suspected for a while that maybe he needed it in either creating the curse or maybe he needed it to be able to use magic after the curse was broken. But uh, now we saw how he used it and uh, scary seeing him conjure up all of that power to seal the well with that like plasma field or something. That was very strange. I'm wondering why didn't Regina die? She absorbed all that and gold had just said it was enough to kill anyone who comes through the portal. Why did she die? I thought she was. I thought she was too. I thought, no way. Are they? (laughs) Here's my thing. I think they're going to kill Regina. Really? That I think that will be her final redemption is she will give her own life to save someone else. Hopefully, like, seasons from now. Because <laughs> Regina's, she's, she's, she's sort of likable now. Yeah. And, and she's, yes, she made a bad decision. But then she made it right and risked her own life to make it right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For Henry's sake. Yeah. And, and Henry recognizes that. Emma recognizes that. So there wasn't this conflict as soon as Emma and Snow came through. Why didn't they invite her to dinner? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Why? That was so horrible. It's like, okay. Thanks for saving my life. <laughs> if for no other reason, how about let's not tip the evil lady back toward the dark side? Yeah. Why didn't they take her with them? <sighs> just for clarification, I don't want them to kill Regina. I just think they will. Yeah, a lot of fans will be very angry and, if Regina is killed. And so I was, I was thinking, oh my, they're doing it now. When I saw that, and I yeah. thought this this isn't this isn't the right setup for it. It should be grander. It should be some <laughs> grander. It would have been decent even as it was. I don't know if she fully absorbed it or if she kind of absorbed it and then deflected it. I wonder if she has more power now since she absorbed all that. Hmm. Or she could have lost her power. Well, you know, another thing they haven't brought up again was the little hint that using the spell book might be bad for her too. So I wonder if some of these strange encounters she's having with magic are going to catch up with her yeah, down the road. Magic is, again, Rumpelstiltskin said it, but the way he said it in this episode almost sounded like it's been a lie this whole time. But he said magic is unpredictable in our world. He, it was a lie he was giving her to feed Henry right. in this situation. Speaking of the spell book, that reminded me of like her sniffing the page <laughs> and Cora blowing it. And... That reminds me of the parchment that they had in the cell. And the whole time they were in the cell, I was thinking, hello, that's ink on the paper. Well, I was thinking, I <laughs> didn't think ink. of blowing on it, but I was thinking, yeah, hello, the ink is. In fact, I thought they were going to not find the vial and just say, oh, the ink's on the page. Yeah, I thought so too. I was like, the ink's on the paper. <laughs> but just find a way to use it. I was right about at least part of that too. And our, our whole theory about why the ink might be correct as well. Rumple was imprisoned willingly. Mm-hmm. He didn't have to be there and he was it was all part of his plan. So maybe that is why they thought it was the quill, but he used the ink to make it appear that they had succeeded. Oh. Right. So he might have had the ink the whole time and maybe he dipped the quill in the ink. We never back in that episode the price of gold. We never actually saw him dip the quill in anything. He just signed the contract right but maybe he did and they cut that or maybe it was kind of just implied uh, they could certainly imply that yeah he had it with him and he dipped his quill in that ink and that's what bound him 
But he didn't just fake being bound because he was actually bound. But then he faked not being able to escape from the prison. Right. <laughs> so now we know there's nothing actually that could have kept him in the prison. Yeah, which it is was, interesting. It was the ink that, that would have set him free. So how could it have bound him? Maybe the quill really was enchanted enough to keep him, but there was nothing holding him in. Right. Yeah. It that seems like that to too. me. Like, why would he have told them that they used the ink? I don't get that. Why didn't he just say, there's ink in my cell that will set you free? And it wasn't, it was the quill that, why did they have to or, mess that well, up? Well, it could have been yeah. all part of getting them to his cell because he knew Cora would follow them there or chase them there, and then they would need a way out. So he was getting this idea in their mind, the ink, the ink, the ink. This is something that writers often do in in stories, in even the video game Portal. They explain this in the developer's commentary, how they set you up with understanding something, a basic concept, and then later they make a logical extension of that basic concept. If you weren't given that first setup in the beginning, then that bigger thing later would never make sense. Yeah. So like if the, if he never said anything about the ink, then Emma and Snow would not have thought anything special about the ink on the page. Maybe not. I mean, Snow did say she remembered Cora mm-hmm. blowing on the pages. Yeah. yeah. It, uh, I don't know. It is still a little odd for them to have kind of changed part of that knowledge. Yeah, it's a, it's a bit, but... I'm not so sure it's breaking canon necessarily. The bigger question for me right now is why did he try to help them if he didn't want to let anyone back through the portal in the first place? I think he was just being reckless because he really didn't want Cora to come back through. He didn't want anybody to come back through. Well, he mostly didn't want Cora to come back through and he didn't want to take the chance that, that Cora might come back through. It's also possible that maybe he was trying to set up Regina so that if... Emma and Mary Margaret didn't come through, then Regina would get the blame. Something like that Mm -hmm. could have gone through. I I mean, he could have been pushing for that, but he did look shocked slightly Mm -hmm. when uh, Snow and Mary Margaret came through. Yeah, he did. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it wasn't quite like when he was setting Emma up to look good so that she could become sheriff. He kind of had some different expressions going on then. But yet... Emma still does owe him a favor. Mm-hmm. So maybe True. he's still keeping that right. in mind. It's something that only she can do. And so he's he still needs her back in Storybrooke as well, especially if she has magic. Do you think she is the only one that cannot be beaten by Cora? I don't know. Because her heart can't be pulled out. That's Cora's main technique. That's Cora's killing technique. That's Cora's controlling technique. Hmm. I mean, Cora is, we can literally say it now, she is the queen of hearts, not just metaphorically. Cora can, like, push people around in the air. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) True. That only prevents someone for so long. Oh, speaking speaking about, speaking of hearts, Mm -hmm. apparently you don't have to be magical in order to put somebody's heart back into a person. Apparently. (laughs) Yeah, in our chat room. Have you ever done this before? (laughs) (laughs) I think I would have been nervous if I were... If I were Aurora. In our chat room, someone had said, did anyone think to ask Mulan if she'd sanitized her hands first? <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that that was cool. So now Mulan and Aurora are on a quest to get Philip's soul back. Yeah, I hope, I hope, 
I really hope this doesn't end up where it's like, I love you both. (laughs) (laughs) It's definitely going to be, we both love you. (laughs) I don't know whether we'll see Mulan and Aurora after this. I I could imagine seeing them in one other episode, maybe to complete the storyline or maybe some back episode or backstory to either of those characters. But I think that what they gave us of uh, they're going to find Philip's soul. I think that's enough. And they can leave it there. It's kind of like riding off into the sunset. Yeah, I don't sense. feel like there's a whole lot happening oh. in fairy tale land right now. That's going to be all that interesting. Unless in the process, they find that they need something that is now in Storybrooke and they think they got to go. I, I hope that it doesn't, you know, follow like a scavenger hunt yeah. <laughs> feel yeah. anymore, but you know, it's going to be interesting seeing the two of them having an adventure together. <laughs> Hey, speaking of having an adventure together, I want to thank a few people who have helped make this episode an adventure together. Sandra, Benita Still, David Newland, and Tim have all sponsored this episode of One's Podcast. We really appreciate your support. It helps keep the website running, the media host running, the domains, and all of this stuff running very well. Our little hamsters running the websites love eating those dollar bills. So thank you so much for your support. If anyone else would like to sponsor an episode, please go to oncepodcast.com slash sponsor. And there are several options there, and we really appreciate your support. So thank you, Sandra, Benita, David, and Tim. So what else? And we're going to get into much more detail of all of these things. Um, what other things stood out to you guys the from beam. this? The beam. Yeah. Which it, beam. Whenever Hook, oh, bean. Yeah. Whenever Hook um, used the bean or showed the bean to Cora. I was like, how did he get that? I really hope he didn't slay the giant because that would be awful. Because <laughs> yeah. he and yeah. Emma, they're friends now. The giant I, and Emma. I well, a, they were. I have a bad feeling that that's probably what he did. That's really sad. How how mean. Or they're leading us to think that he did. Or when, he's, a, he's a pirate, so he could have swiped it off him. Yeah. I think I just, uh, he keeps being kind of likable, but I just don't think we should like him. He was going to kill bell because she didn't want to kill somebody else he's I really mean, cunning in our chat room they're it's pretty really much evil. saying they don't think that the giant is dead and um Hedgebow points out no body no dead <laughs> but even with the body doesn't mean they're dead i agree jeremy <laughs> which oh about that, that was mean that he almost oh, killed yes. bell i had i have another question i just realized he got his hook enchanted to rip out one heart. He tried, unless a failed attempt doesn't count. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm a failed thinking. Att- yeah. Yep. So all this time he's been carrying so around could, the ability I to could rip out anybody's heart. But I got to pick carefully. So now we know how he pulled Aurora's heart. Yeah, yes. And it's I'm, not just a, oh, anybody can learn this kind of thing, mm-hmm. which is good. I'm really glad they, they addressed that because I was like, how could he have done that? Yeah. I'm glad. Yeah. Now, there was something he said, a rumor of something that could actually kill Rumpelstiltskin, and he talked about it with Belle. He's probably talking about the dagger, uh, though. Yeah, I think he's talking about the dagger, too. Was that what he was referring to? I'm pretty to? sure, yeah. So, uh, whatever it is, and we'll know more about this when we do our full review later this week, but um, he, chat room corrected me. He said a weapon. So, yeah, that can certainly describe the dagger. I got very confused when he walked into the cell and found Belle because she looked... Her hair and her makeup looked like she was in Storybrooke. And I, 
I was like, you're right. What is happening right now? <laughs> and then I, you know, yeah. after a second, I figured out what was going on, but she didn't look like her fairy tale land self. I thought that too, because she looked very different in the, in the previous Yeah, Maybe season. Regina likes her tower prisoners to look decent. <laughs> she was in a nice blue dress. True. Well, that was Pretty. the dress she was wearing in Skin Deep from season one. Was it? Yeah. The Beauty and the Beast episode. That was her blue dress. It no. didn't. No, I don't it think was, it was. This was a like slinky blue dress. <laughs> it, it was yes. a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> that the it dress. It was like she that, borrowed it from Regina or yeah. something. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we'll have to check that again when we do our rewatches. <laughs> slinky. <laughs> but timeline wise, this places this episode after Skin Deep and after Hat Trick because Regina had the hat and she knew the rules of the hat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Claude. Poor Claude. Poor Claude. <laughs> Poor Claude. You remember Claude, right? Dragging a body into Wonderland so you could take someone out. That's kind of mean. <laughs> so I wonder if it's like a mass thing and not really a soul thing. It's like, what if there what if the person you want to bring back is really large? Do you have to take two people? <laughs> I thought she was gonna, you know, do a core thing and turn him into a zombie so that he could travel with him. <laughs> but she didn't. That was surprising to me. Well, this whole thing of where Korra's heart is, I think, is going to be a weapon against Korra. Is she taking it with her to Storybrooke? I don't know. Or what if it's somehow in Regina or something like that? So, like, maybe oh, Regina will sacrifice have hearts. to sacrifice herself in order for uh, Korra to die. Um, I'm getting that idea from two other things, slightly inspired by two other things. One is, in Harry Potter, there's this idea of the Horcrux. Uh, Horcrux. Yeah, Horcrux. <laughs> where it's a part of his soul Horcrux. was split up <laughs> and delivered to all of these different things. And then there's also this old movie, Dragonheart, where um, a prince is given a dragon's heart. But if the dragon dies, the prince dies. If the prince dies, the dragon dies. Oh. So, uh, spoiler for this old movie, but don't mind spoiling I haven't it. I have seen it. The dragon ends Thanks up sacrificing himself in the end so that the prince dies. So that could be something like maybe... Regina has Cora's heart, so Regina sacrifices herself, and that kills Cora. Yeah, but that would mean she has two hearts. Or where is Regina's Regina's heart? Regina's a time lord, or half a heart, or something. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe she has a shrunken heart like the Grinch. (laughs) Oh dear, I I really don't think that multiple hearts can be in one person's body. At least I would hope not. Although amazing. It didn't take very careful placement for Aurora's heart to kind of go back where it was supposed to be, yeah. which is pretty impressive. I was expecting it to go like, but <laughs> it did my it. Stomach. Place over chest, <laughs> gently push until you hear a click. Oh, <laughs> ew! Take her back to the original manufacturer. To I was, was kind of disappointed by the end of this finale because it all happened so fast. I was like, "What is that in the sky?" That oh, yeah. was the ship actually yeah but it just it was like yeah what it didn't even look magical i just need to say what the heck yeah they have this little pool thing in the middle of a dried up lake no ship anywhere he well maybe he didn't throw the bean in maybe they just dipped it right and restored the bean and then took it to his ship that's what i'm thinking that's what i'm thinking too but that just happened too quickly for me like it needed to be drawn out just a little bit and i needed to see 
I needed to see more. They'll like, probably draw it out when they come back. I had heard from some of our sources near Steveston that Hook's ship was spotted for some filming near Steveston, which is the town where Storybrooke is filmed in well, Canada. That's a big spoiler. You probably are pretty disappointed in yourself right now, aren't you? <laughs> Whenever, yeah, I try to avoid spoilers, but it's very hard. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was, I was so, doing this podcast. But I'm glad I didn't hear that. So now Cora and Hook are in the storybook. Yeah. And I knew they'd make it there. I, I mean, I don't think anyone doubted they would oh, yeah. make it there. Yeah, but it's not a grand entrance they're making. Right. Not yet. That's going to be this. They're going to hop resume. on a dock. Hello. <laughs> Everybody. We're here. You see a ship in the harbor. <laughs> I just, I, that will be the January 6th return, the major thing that everyone's going to be like, oh my gosh. Like, what are they going to do? Is she going to like start whirlwinds and stuff so that everybody can be like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, Cora's here. Maybe. Well, Cora doesn't know that magic is differently in Storybrooks. So do you think maybe it's different her, for her? It could be. It's back. She's going to try to disappear and only her left arm is going to go and she's going to oh! be upset. I mean, everything, everything we originally assumed would happen to Regina. Maybe it will happen to Cora. The stuff like her magic backfiring or not working the way she thinks it does or mm -hmm. rendering her powerless or working against her. Anything like that could happen. Her little farts of power. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like the little wallpaper trick with David. Wow. <laughs> You're just tripping out that I said fart, aren't you? <laughs> and she said it again. <laughs> Very descriptive. Or actually, I never would have thought to describe it that way, but that's okay. <laughs> So, um, anything else that you guys noticed? This, the, again, just our initial reactions, but anything else you wanted to bring out um, in this? Hmm. I've got nothing. Yeah, we're going to get more good. in depth in reviewing this episode, discussing things, having screenshots, sound clips, your feedback also. This Wednesday, we'll record our live episode at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. That's GMT minus five over at oncepodcast.com slash live. You can join us in the chat room and watch us record the show live and interact with us in the chat room. But also, please send us your feedback for that podcast episode because we want to hear your theories of what's going to happen after this, what's coming next, and what did you think of certain things that happened in this episode. Please email feedback at oncepodcast.com or call 903 231 2221. You can also record a voice message and send it to us right from the website at oncepodcast.com. Or you can also comment on the show notes at oncepodcast.com slash 67, the show notes for this episode. So we've got a lot of things to review. Please check out the forums also at the website oncepodcast.com slash forums to chat there with other fans of Once Upon a Time and share your theories and comment on other people's theories. And we would love to have you as part of our Wednesday episode, and we'll try to incorporate as much feedback as we can. We get so much, and it's great feedback, so it's very, very difficult for us to choose what feedback to include. So thank you so much for sending that to us. You're welcome to post the same thing in the forums that you send us as feedback, and even especially if you do that, link to the forum post, so that way we can give that credit and people can participate in that conversation. But this was an awesome episode. What do you guys think? Maybe the best episode of this season? Hmm. I'm thinking yeah, so. I think so. I mean, I think this and either we were both we are both or <laughs> broken were the best episodes this uh, season. I like this one better. Advantages over broken include 
Aurora and Mulan being a little bit more developed yeah, than they true. were. I, I was just thinking that. I was thinking, oh, yeah, that's right. That was when we first met them. Yeah, we were. Yeah, it was a little awkward. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's it's better now. And it just, it flowed better. The yeah. whole thing flowed well. And we got to see a little modern day fairy tale land. We got to see the past with the evil Regina that we've all come to know and love to hate. Mm. And yeah, it was just, it was good. It and had they, a lot. And they gave us so many answers in this. Like we got to see what the whole dead body thing was with Cora. We thought that might oh, not yeah. come for several episodes or maybe not even yep. a season. And then it's like, poof, right there. Next episode. <laughs> yeah. And we, we got to see so many answers to even little questions that they had, that we had about how did this, like how did hook pull out the heart and mm-hmm. these other things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so all of that really, Really awesome to see them wrapping up certain stories and opening new opportunities as well. And we actually got all of the cast for a change <laughs> instead of... Except Archie Hopper. Um, Yeah, that's true. And like Geppetto. When's the last time we saw him anyway? Last time we saw him was oh, like thinking we are both. We yeah. haven't seen Pinocchio yet. Nope. Not, nope. not in Storybrook post-curse yet. Right. But so I know we didn't... Like He's... the main, main players, they weren't... Yeah. Haven't seen Jefferson either. Ivy pointed sure. out in the chat room. It would be mm. hilarious if we were to meet Pinocchio first thing next, you know, after the break, and he'd be in the forest. <laughs> Do you know what we haven't heard in a while? Blending in with the trees. Who's Dr. Whale? <laughs> 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 they told us who he was, and we haven't seen him since. Yeah, <laughs> uh-huh. yeah they're, I think we're going to start meeting new characters that have been in Storybook for a little while and maybe start wondering who are they and, and that such. Maybe. Maybe, maybe but not again, for a while. That would be. Yeah. Then again, nice they might. Yeah, they might <laughs> not want to take us that way anymore. Mm-hmm. They might. That's one story technique that they've used a couple times, mm-hmm. twice, no, three times at least, trying to figure out who someone is. Doctor Whale, August, and the Huntsman or yeah. Sheriff Graham. We're still kind of half doing that with Neil. Yeah, that, that's true. He's our new mystery character. Yeah. yeah. He yeah, is. so so yeah, we we're definitely going to have to find out his story. So they might bring in an occasional character, but I think they're moving past this idea of who's that, who's that, who's that, and mm-hmm. are guessing there. Yeah, especially since they all know who they are. So it would be a little silly to not just be upfront about it, <laughs> right? Right, or they might just show up and say, "Hi, I'm Gus." <laughs> right, <laughs> Gus, Gus. I was a mouse, <laughs> or anything Which like that. Makes what no where? sense. <laughs> <laughs> Join us next week for another reenactment of Once Upon a Time. <laughs> Speaking of reenactments, well, not quite, but someone in the chat room had asked us to do some kind of Christmas special. And the there is going to be something that I'm trying to work on, a, an awesome Christmas special for Once Podcast and Once Upon a Time. And keep your fingers crossed and hope that it all works out. And I think it will. And it will be really awesome, really fun. But We'll announce that soon over at oncepodcast.com. We are going to have a couple hiatus episodes, just covering some loose ends, but then we'll take a couple weeks or so for Christmas. And then when we come back in January, our schedule is going to be a little bit odd for the first few episodes of the podcast because Jenny and I will be in Las Vegas for the podcast awards. So we'll find out if we won an award uh, or any of our podcasts won an award. And we'll also be there for the Consumer Electronics Show. I'm helping cover it with the podcast network. So that schedule is going to be a bit odd, but we'll post it in the forums. And we might even be doing a, actually, I'm I'm planning on doing a 
live show from Vegas, but we'll see exactly how that works with what technology we have. But be sure that you're following us on the website at oncepodcast.com. And if you're not already subscribed to the podcast, you can subscribe through oncepodcast.com or pretty much any podcast program out there. We're most likely in it. And especially if you use iTunes, please leave a written review for us. And big thanks to the people who have since our last podcast episode. Time is not a line. Rhythm Reaver says a dot. Let's see. Says a dot. Morgs from Australia and Iceman Mike 82. And sorry, I couldn't read your real names if you had them associated with your. Of course, they have real names. <laughs> they just don't want to give it lest we have power over them. <laughs> Write it with magical ink. Thank you for your iTunes reviews. It really encourages us and it helps other people find the podcast as well. And if anyone else would like to write a review for us in iTunes, please go to oncepodcast.com slash iTunes. And by the way, if you plan on doing any shopping on iTunes, or like buying apps for an iPhone or iPad or anything else, if you visit oncepodcast.com slash iTunes first and then buy your app, it helps support this show because that's our affiliate link to iTunes. Let me tell you one other way you can support the show since this is around Christmas time. Go to oncepodcast.com slash Amazon and do your regular shopping as you would through Amazon. And then a portion of your purchase comes back to us to help support the podcast. So we really appreciate that as well as sponsoring episodes and There are so many ways that you can be a part of this podcast, but most of all, we love having you as part of the community. Even if you don't review us, even if you don't send money to support the episodes and help us keep this going, we really appreciate your support of Once Podcast by being part of this community. So participate in the community, email us, feedback at oncepodcast.com or call 903-231-2221. Or you can comment on the show notes at oncepodcast.com slash 67 or record a voice message right there from the website. And join us on Facebook, Google Plus, and Twitter. We're Once Podcast in all of those places. And you can follow each of us individually on Twitter. I'm Daniel J. Lewis, and you can follow me on Twitter at The Ramen Noodle. I'm Jeremy Laughlin. You can follow me on Twitter as Fleegon. That's P-H-L-E-G-O-N. And I'm Jenny. You can follow me at twitter.com slash Jenny Snook. So check out everything else over at oncepodcast.com, the forums, the show notes, subscribe to the podcast, connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, uh, Google Plus, and all of those places. And if your name is Claude, then I recommend you watch out. And thanks for listening. Once Podcast is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our podcasts to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx. Big thanks to this week's sponsors of Once Podcast. If you'd like to sponsor an episode, please go to oncepodcast.com slash sponsor or visit any of our affiliate links from oncepodcast.com.